podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for another Spotify live live show. Man, we have been doing these every single Wednesday at 7 p.m., sometimes uh, breaking news, quick take, hot take. We've been doing these for a long time, and I still love them. I still love them. Only time we've taken off since we've uh, started doing it was – when I was in Hawaii, and I almost hopped on and did it then. It's one of my favorite parts, and I can't wait to talk some K-State football with all of you. Lots of stuff to talk about. We will be putting a bow on the Mizzou game. We're going to get all the boneheads' reactions to the new helmets. We're going to get our keys to bees, picks to clicks, and all the predictions. But before we do, before we do, I have to talk about Manhattan Brewing Company. I'm currently drinking a Townie Wheat beer. I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm ready to say it. I think it is the best wheat beer I've ever had. It's refreshing. It's delicious. And because fall weather is trying its hardest to stay away from me, it's trying to just stay arm's length away. The Townie Wheat from Manhattan Brewing Company Saves the day. It's the official tailgating beer of 2022. Although I think he it could go in its own little assortment with the Kolsch and the Lager and the Pilsner out at Manhattan Brewing Company. So if you're going into town this Saturday, get a couple pints, get a couple four packs, and then head on over to the stadium and have a good time. I can't wait to talk to all of you. We're going to get it going once we have everyone up on stage that wants to be. I see Chef will have to be a late addition. Uh, But I think we have a good crew, and we're going to get started. Now, I know everyone wants to talk about the helmets, but I want to get a bow. I want to just put an end to the Missouri week. I like how we start the live shows, putting a bow on it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to start with... Uh, we'll, we'll start with the linksman, Mr. Carlson. Uh, Mr. Carlson, put, put a bow on that Missouri game. What'd you think of it? Final thoughts. Um, really fun game. Um, should have been 40 to six. That's what I'm going to call the final score. Um, just about as fun as a rain game could be. So, you know, with the conditions, it went about as good as you could have hoped and about as, um, from a fan perspective, about as good as you could go for standing in the rain for three and a half hours. I love it. Let's go to one half of the Aggieville Alley Cats, Ace Edwards. Ace, put a bow on it, and uh, don't mention that you still cheer for Missouri. Wasn't going to. But, the yeah, it was just an impressive victory. The only concern I had is about the passing game, but, damn, this defense looks legit. <laughs> yeah, and, and shout-out to Cole Manbeck of the 3 Maw pod. He put together, and if you exclude – 
uh, garbage time and you have about eight and a half games worth, we are giving up under 1.1 points per drive, which would be absolutely elite, just a level of defense that we haven't seen maybe since the 1990s at K-State, so you love to see it. Let's go to Colorado. Cole holding it down in the Rocky Mountains. Cole, you were back for the game. I'm sorry you had to deal with some of the rain. Uh, just kind of put a bow on that Missouri game for me. Hey, that's all right. I'll, I'll take a, a rainy game any day if we're playing that good. Um, you know, really all you all you can say about it is we just beat their ass, plain and simple. Um, totally manhandled them for 60 minutes. Embarrassed their coach. Um, I, I honestly can't believe that there's still Missouri fans that think that this guy is, you know, a viable Power 5 coach. He's obviously a scam artist, con artist, and totally just bullshitted his way to a SEC head coaching job. Yeah, I, I will be rooting for him to lose his job uh, this offseason. I don't know if they're going to, but uh, he, he sure is taking a bath in the uh, Kansas City sports talk. Folks are letting him have it for some of his uh, message board and Twitter comments or comments about people on message boards and uh, Twitter. Let's go up to Aaron. Aaron, uh, final thoughts on that Mizzou game. Yeah, first I got to give a shout out to the good chef and the coffee fiend Nick for stopping by the tailgate. Still a good time, uh, even despite the weather. Like a lot of people have said already, our defense is elite, especially up front in the defensive line. We only had one sack in the stat sheet, but our defensive line controlled the entire game from start to finish. They were obviously afraid of Felix, Nate Matlock, among others. And then the other side of the ball, our, our offensive line is nasty. You talk about all you want about you know recruiting rankings and the skill positions. If I have to hear Luther Burden's name one more time, feel free to come over to the other sideline. We dominated the game up front. They can have all the skill position, four- and five-star guys they want, but games like that are won in the trenches, and we dominated that game. Yeah, shout-out to Blair Kirkhoff. No chance he would ever listen to this, but if he ever did, shout-out Blair Kirkhoff. Let's go to uh, the coffee fiend, Nick. Nick. Final thoughts on that uh, Mizzou game. I, I was able to watch uh, the end of it, the fourth quarter with you, with Chef, uh, with your buddy, Chef's wife, and, uh, you know, baller status cat, who I don't see here, but another great guy. So I was happy to watch the fourth quarter in the rain with you guys. Uh, just put an end to that Mizzou game from your POV. Yes. Uh, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, put a bow on. Uh, did call the special teams you to make a play. And uh, they came through. Shout out to Philip Brooks on that. Thank you. Uh, it was it was a wonderful game, even though it was dr- torrential downpour, weather delay. I mean, hanging out with the Boneheads all game, man. It was it was rocking. I can't wait for Tulane. And then uh, yeah, man, it was awesome. Let's go to Coley Dub. Then we'll go to Joel next. Coley Dub. Holding it down in Austin, Texas. Just put a put a bow on this uh, K State beat down of the Missouri Tigers. Man, it was it was a lot of fun. I I, I will say I was pretty uh, cozy and dry down here in Texas when I watched. Um, but props to all of you for truly sticking it out because everything I've heard just sounded like it was miserable. So props to all of you. <clears throat> You're better than I am. Um. I don't know, man. I just think Landerman, he's truly bringing the mob back, and I love it. And I love all the saltiness and 
shade that K-State's thrown at all these big heads on Twitter. It's been fantastic. It has been fun to see a little bit of edge coming out of the K-State Athletic Department over the last month or so. We'll go to Joel next. Joel, right here in the Kansas City Metro with me. Uh, I, I haven't seen a single Mizzou fan out in the wild all week, so I haven't gotten to mush any of their ugly faces. Have you? Yeah, I actually saw one at the gym today, and I was wearing like a K-State basketball jersey, and he just kind of gave me a dirty look and just being a little baby about it. But uh, to put a bow on everything, we just went out there and absolutely manhandled them. We were taking dudes to the woodshed all freaking day long. Um, but, yeah, solid win. Um, the rain freaking sucked. I'm still wet. But me and Cole held it down, and – when you got enough drinks in you, it doesn't really bother you anymore. There you go. We're going to finish this up with Zach. Zach, uh, put, put a bow on it. Uh, I think it sounds like you uh, snuck into the student section reliving your glory days. Uh, just, you know, end this. You're the last one to talk about. We won't talk about Mizzou again until next offseason. Uh, I mean, it was just a good old-fashioned ass kicking. That's what it was. Uh, I did not actually sneak into the student section, which probably would have been even more fun. But as Joel just said, I am still drying off from the game. Um, Can't really add too much more than anybody else has said, but it's just really fun to see guys flying around in the backfield making insane plays. It just feels like a mob defense. Yeah, it, it, it really does, and I hope to see it continue versus Tulane. Some of the numbers would actually say this might be a better offense than Mizzou, so we'll see if that truly is the case or if we have to wait until next weekend down in Norman, Oklahoma, for the first true massive test. But regardless, I'm ready for Saturday, and part of why I'm so pumped for Saturday is we are going to get to see some brand new helmets, and I'm personally pumped about it. If you guys don't want to talk about it, it's fine. When I get to you, you can say pass if it's not your thing. But over the course of this show of Bosco's Boys the History, we, we've always talked a lot of uniforms. We had Jason on to talk about uh, the, the uniform process uh, when he was giving us some sneak peeks of the new basketball uniforms. Uh, we, we have gone over the top analyzing all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to give you guys the chance, and I'm going to do my best to just hold my tongue because guess what? I already got to talk about it. It's your guys' turn. We're going to start. We're going to just start right back with Zach because, Zach, you and I had a little back and forth on Twitter about it. Not that you disliked it or anything like that. We, we've just had some interaction, so I'd like to get your takes on the new helmets right here on the show. Um. I I think they kick ass. I mean, what else, what else is there to say? It's something different. Uh, I absolutely love Flag Willie. Um, well, I guess it depends on what you want to call it. Tom and Jerry Willie, whatever. Um, I think it's a welcome look. Um, I am kind of indifferent to the number on one side and the logo on the other. I think it works. Um, the white pants compliments it well maybe change the face mask but that's i like it not much else to say yeah i call it flag willie or the alumni association and tom and jerry kind of in that order i just try to make sure i really enunciate well when i say flag willie i don't want to get caught in any issues 
Uh, let's go to let's go to the coffee feed, Nick. Nick, thoughts on the helmet? So I uh, did some grocery shopping in Topeka, and I am wearing my Cocaine Willie hat, but I'm also wearing my Flag Willie T-shirt, and uh, it's fucking awesome. I mean, I love it's just simple. Uh, you on your episode earlier today, you dropped some some facts on how it's not symmetrical to where it can't go on the other side. So putting the number on the other side of the helmet makes sense. It just looks crisp, you know, the white pants, man, I am, I'm stoked. I need, I put it out on Twitter. I need to get some decals like straight up right now. Cause that looks absolutely. Hopefully we will get uh, some mini helmets from Rydell here in the next uh, month or so, or at least I know that that is the aim. Uh, and I think the number will be 22 for the year um, if they do do that. So keep an eye out for that here later this or next month. Uh, let's go to let's go to Joel next. Joel, you're right there with me, understanding why you can't have the uh, flag Willie on both sides. But what are your thoughts on the uniform? Yeah, I don't get how people aren't getting that, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, I love the helmet. I think it looks great. Um, I will say I I feel like I like Mike Stanley's rendition of it a little more. Shout out, Mike. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. I, I love just the little details, like the warning stickers, the state of Kansas, and the, the gray outline. The gray face mask actually looks good with the gray uh, shoulder stripes, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. We'll go next to – we'll go Coley Dub next. Coley Dub, thoughts on the helmet, thoughts on the pants. Did I miss something in the – what do you mean gray shoulder stripes? Am I missing – just like – No, the, so, so on the – On the standard jersey? Yeah, on the standard jersey on the stripes for both the home and the away jersey. Right, right. It's the white stripe outlet. with like the – yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was like, shit. Did I miss something about the? Jersey? No. No. So um, no, th- I- that's just been that's just <laughs> been something that I've brought up, and I'm not the only one. And and why the yeah. gray face mask works. And if you go away from the gray fa- face mask, and I know I said I wasn't going to say anything. If you were to get rid of the gray face mask, that little detail on the jersey, I think would not work at all. So I think you got to right. keep it. All right. But honestly, I'll, I'll stop talking. You, you go. <laughs> honestly, like. I'm kind of old school in that way. Like, I I love the gray face mask look. Like, USC has kept a gray face mask forever. Alabama's kept a gray face mask forever. Call me old man, whatever. But I really do like the gray face mask with, you know, the, the white helmet. Um, but <clears throat> I really like the helmets, the new uniform. I'm really glad they didn't just do the helmet and they actually went with the white pants as well. Um, it, it just is a very complimentary good looking uniform and i've even texted you know some of my buddies who are not k-state fans and they've all thought it was pretty awesome as as you can see throughout you know some national social media accounts that everyone thinks it's pretty pretty fire so i'm very excited about it i can't wait to see the reactions on saturday for it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet um and i can't wait to see what else rolls out in the future yeah, I think it's going to be up for some of those Helmet of the Week and Helmet of the Year awards that some of those social media channels uh, do. Let's go next to Aaron. Aaron, thoughts on the helmet? Yeah, in a word, icy. Really like the clean look. Um, the uh, the release of this, I think it's good timing. You know, it's before a, a home game against a non-conference opponent. We should be able to take care of business. 
I'll be honest, I, I thought it might have more of a, of a military flair uh, being Fort Riley Day coming up, but I, I do like it. I think it uh, sets us up nicely with, a, again, a little bit of a look ahead to OU. If we go with the all-whites down in Norman, that's a strong possibility, um, in my opinion anyway. But I, I like the look. I think it's clean. Yeah, my first initial reaction was it was going to be a return of the white camo. I quickly was uh, told it was not going to be that. It was going to be something we've never seen before. So I was happy about it. They do have the uh, big red one uh, logo decal on the back. Uh, I would have been fine if that was a little bit bigger. Uh, but but I, I did like that touch for this game. And hopefully, honestly, I'd be fine if that was on uh, the white helmet all season long if we see it more than just this one time. Uh, let's go to Ace next. Ace, thoughts on the new helmet? I love it. That's really all I can say is that it's a sick design. I love just about everything about it. The only thing that I would have changed is maybe I would have added like above the gray stripes on the shoulder pads. I would add maybe a tinge of lavender, but that's because I really want the football team to acknowledge the color lavender exists. Yeah, I wait, wait. Who Which said that? What did you say? I, I just said they have, just as far as some of the coaches wearing lavender and stuff. Yeah, and, and I, I'll say this. I, I think you are going to see lavender as an accent color for K-State football on an on-field jersey before the end of the 2025 season. That is my prediction. It will not be a full uniform. I think it's going to be an accent color, uh, but we can talk about that this upcoming offseason. Let's go to the linksman, Mr. Carlson. Thoughts on the helmet? Um, absolutely just looks good. I'm really love the number. Um, I just, I understand the reason, but man, it just looks good. Even if there was something different on the other side, I like the, just the number being on that side. So all in all just looks good and excited to see it in person pop with the white sidelines. It always just looks good when we wear white at home, um, with the white outline of the field. So excited to see it in person. Yeah, I, I think it'll look good down on the field. Let's go to Cole next out in Colorado. Cole, your thoughts? Uh, the helmet was awesome. Um, I think it's a great rendition. You know, it's a classic look, but it's something new we've never done before. So I kind of love how they pulled it off. And I think I really like how you can tell they put a lot of work into it. Like, it's not just something lazy they did. Just like, okay, throw another logo on there or something. Um, you, you know, the minute details and something that I was kind of keeping an eye on was, um, the, the video that they released. I mean, when I checked it earlier this morning, it was up to, I think 120 or 130,000 views. I'm sure it's up upwards of that at this point, but I mean, in the, in an era of, you know, your brand means so much to what you are as an athletic department and a football team. It's just huge for us to have the opportunity to put put ourselves in front of so many people and expose what we're doing to, you know, the entire country for no charge other than looking cool. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the creative team. Um, the video and the pictures, I thought they did really well. We all I, I've talked about on the show. Emily Starkey took her talents to the NFL. Uh, and, and I don't think anyone is ever going to hit the level that Emily did for KSA Athletics. But I think that they have done a good job in keeping the creative juices flowing, keeping the hype going, because that video did go viral. Those pictures have gone everywhere. So not just that great look 
but the pictures and the video that accompanied it probably, like you said, gave K-State football far more exposure than we've had in a very long time on social media. So good call out, Cole. Uh, let's go to Catsman. Catsman, thoughts on the new helmet? Yeah, it, would, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting something Fort Riley themed, I guess. But so that means it surprised me, and I was definitely definitely happy with that surprise. I think it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, Hayes, Hayes, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thoughts on the uh, new helmet that we'll be rocking on Saturday? I obviously love it, just like everyone else. Um, well, anyone with a good opinion, but it's awesome. Um, I'm pumped that we're doing something new. And I just want to mention the uh, Pat Ford subtweet today. I mean, our social team is just so elite, and that made me so happy to see. Yeah, I like I like the little bit of spice that we're starting to see from uh, K-State, not just social media, but the billboard. Um, just, I, I, I like it. I, I think that, uh, I, I think Gene Taylor has kind of gone, you know, sicko mode, fuck em mode, whatever you want to say. And just kind of said, all right, I'm on board with just trolling left and right from now on. And I absolutely love that. So let's go to Callie Mike holding it down in the Bay area. Callie Mike thoughts on the new white helmet. Oh, Hey, sorry, I'm late. I'm actually, uh, I'm traveling this week. So I'm in, uh, I'm in the Eastern time zone in rural Pennsylvania. Oh shit. Is um, this the first time we've had someone from Pennsylvania? I think so. It might be, might be. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, helmets are totally on point, totally fire. Uh, best thing I've seen this week, honestly. Uh, I can't say much more than that. Uh, check out my, uh, check out my screen here. My, my icon. Yeah, that, that does work up, bricked up with the flag, Willie, on there. All right, let's now move on. Let's talk a little bit of K-State, Tulane. Let's get everyone's uh, key to V, just the key to victory, or uh, you know what? I'm in a good mood. If you guys want to go meta with it, if you want to you know, do something as easy as, oh, just stay healthy, whatever, I'm in a great mood. I'm not going to chastise any of you. But before I do, remember, if you want some of the most stylish, most comfortable, good-looking, officially licensed K-State gear, check out Charlie Hustle today. Not only do they have some great stuff for you K-State fans to wear on Saturday, check out the Arrowhead Collection to wear on Sunday. Check out the classic Kansas City hearts and all sorts of Kansas City landmarks. And again, I'm going to be buying another K-State shirt from them. I'm getting the Catterday hoodie. I'm ordering that tonight. All right, let's start off. We're going to just go right back to Cali Mike, actually. We're going to Cali Mike, and you're going to give us the first key to V live from uh, near Poxitani, so near where the uh, yeah. where, where the groundhog is. Exactly. Um, first key to V, I posted this on Twitter, but it's basically uh, eliminate penalties uh, and... I'm forgetting my other one, um, but basically eliminate penalties and mistakes. Uh, we basically got to clean up from what happened last week. Um, and what I was saying was you clean up last week's mistakes and execute a good game this week. That'll lead to a win. 
and just project us to a great season. Yep, I hear you there. All right. Uh, if you're ever going to like say something on uh, in the chat saying skip me, I'm going to come immediately to you. Hayes, if you don't want to give a key to V, you can just give a hot take or something. I, I miss hearing your voice, so I, I want to hear you talk. All right, all right. Um, I don't have any intelligent key to V, but it's really just don't get caught in a trap game. I feel like I myself as a fan am getting caught in a trap game, and I just I think the team and the coaching staff is smart enough to not do that, but um, it's got me a little worried on this Wednesday night. Yeah, you know, I think that just is uh, completely natural in in the course of uh, college football season. Let's go next to – we're going to go to Coley Dub, and then we'll go to Nick the Coffee Fiend. Coley Dub, what is your uh, key to be? Like it has been the last two games, just dominate the trenches. Dominate the trenches. I feel like the O-line and D-line for the most part has really done that the past two games, and – if we continue to do that, I think they're going to take us just as far as we hope this season. So just dominate the trenches, O-line, D-line, just just dominate and win their battles, and we'll get the dubs. Yeah, we will uh, use this as an opportunity to shout out Connor Riley. Connor Riley, if you're ever listening live, please let me know and come up on stage. I want to be your best friend. Uh, we'll go to the coffee fiend, Nick, and then we'll go to Zach. Nick, what's your key to be? So I think it's pretty evident all of the weeks we need to have some sort of special teams you going on. So that's kind of a no-brainer. But uh, my other one is if from what the weather's been saying all week, we got to let it rip. We got to let it open a little bit on offense. Let's get those passing numbers up. And I think if we do that and it complements our running game, we'll be just fine. And we get And we get ready for OU next week. All right. We'll now go to Zach. Uh, absolute Twitter warrior, and then we'll go to Catsman after that. Zach, what's your key? You know, I think I'm going to go really bold here, but I think we're going to have to score more points. Than that. Okay, very cheeky from Zach as always. I love it. All right, let's go to Catsman. Well, two of my keys to V have already been said, but I do agree with uh, Coley Dub. Well, the games are won in the trenches, and so, and we have, I think that's probably our strength, like the biggest strength of our team is our O-line and D-line, so I hate to hate to say it again, but just as long as we can get Felix and Nate going and get on them early and make them uncomfortable early, should be able to, to uh, pull out a victory. I love it. Um... All right, let's go next to – we'll go to Joel and then Colorado Cole. Joel, what's your key to be, my friend? Yeah, I'm right on line with Hayes. It's just, like, don't get caught sleeping. Like, exactly what he said. I was driving home today, and I was like, man, haven't been, like, doing any research or anything this week. This feels weird. Even though in the season preview, I called this out as one of our hardest games. Um, so, yeah, we just got to be ready. RPO is hard as it is without it kind of being a trap game yeah it it is going to be interesting because if the if the defense is not bought in if they're not coming with that mob mentality uh they're not going to be assignment sound and going up against a team that is so rpo heavy and then having a quarterback with five thousand career yards 
Um, they're going to have to wake up quick if they if they don't show up ready and stay ready. Uh, so let's go to Colorado Cole next. Colorado Cole, uh, what is your key to being after you? We'll go to Aaron. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just say um, just play your game. I mean, just show up. Don't let the opponent affect the way that you're going to prepare and you're, the way that you're going to go through your normal game day routine. Treat it like you're playing – you know, it doesn't matter. It could be the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll show up. We'll prepare the same way. Um, take care of business. Clock in. Clock out. Get ready for OU. Yeah, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, and it probably is. I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mitchell Trubisky would score on this defense. I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing that out there. That that could be the hottest take I've ever said, but I'm sticking to it. Let's go to Aaron, and then we'll go Ace, and then we're going to end with Mr. Carlson, the linksman. Yeah, thanks, Scott. I think uh, getting the penalties cleaned up a little bit, I think, is going to be a, a key to V. I, I do look for Tulane to come in confident. I mean, it's a 2-0 and team that's put up 40 and 50-plus points in consecutive weeks. Granted, they haven't faced the toughest competition, but I do think they're going to come in with, honestly, a lot more confidence than I think Missouri had. I, I think they're going to hit us right in the mouth, or, or at least try to. So I think cleaning up the penalties early is going to be key, especially early in the game. I love it. Ace and then Mr. Carlson. Yeah, for me, the biggest key to V in this game is just making sure that the middle of the field is covered and taken care of. So basically, you know, Daniel Green, Kobe Savage need to be on their A game to take care of this more RPO-based offense. But I think they can do it. I do, too. We're going to finish up with the Lynxmen before we get everyone's pick to click. The Lynxmen, Mr. Carlson, what do you got for me? Just clean up some of the throwing lanes that, you know, Mizzou missed a few, South Dakota missed a few. Michael Pratt can definitely sling the ball. So just clean up some of those and don't let them beat you through the air. And I think the defense will be fine. I love it. All right. It is time for the pick to click. So for this one, you can either give me who you predict to be the MVP or it could just be like, hey, you know what? We're going to walk away from that game on Saturday and say to ourselves, he had a good game. So it can be it can be a pretty big uh, spectrum for uh, your pick to click, but hey, that's the way we do things here on Bosco's Boys. We're gonna start off with the coffee fiend, Nick. Nick, who do you have lined up for your pick to click? I like to rhyme. I'm still waiting for um, Cade Warner to pop off. Hey, so if you, keep, still- keep picking it, and one of these days it's gonna be right. You know what? That's what I, that's my game plan. I'm just gonna keep picking him because I have faith in him. I got K Warner, man. He's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna do great to, on Saturday. All right. Next, we're gonna go Aaron, then Colorado Cole. Aaron, who, who do you have? Yeah, this one's gonna be pretty simple. Adrian Martinez. You know, the coaching staff has talked about it uh, really since the start of the season. How the passing game is, you know, look good in practice. Haven't been able to implement it for a variety of reasons. I really look for Colin Klein and, and company to get him going early. I look for a lot of quick passes. Um, I really think Adrian Martinez is going to come out and have a big day, especially early in the first half. Hope we have a nice lead at halftime and can resort you know, more to a conservative approach in the second half. But Adrian Martinez, big first half. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to see if a fan duel might have a uh, first half passing prop for Adrian Martinez. So if I'm wrong, you're going to owe me $100. 
Just kidding. Uh, we'll go to Colorado Cole and then Cali in Pennsylvania, Mike. So Colorado Cole, who is your P to C? Uh, my P to C, I'm going to give this one to Deuce Vaughn. Um, it's weird to say. It feels like he's almost been quiet this year just because we're so accustomed to putting up, you know, 120 and one or two TDs. But I think he's going to flex a 200-plus all-purpose yard game this week. I think we'll see multiple TDs from him, and I think we will see Adrian Martinez, first passing TD, go to Deuce Vaughn. Wow. Wait, he really hasn't had a passing TD, has he? It's all been rushing in special teams. That's wild. Whew. Okay, uh, let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, what do you got for me? All right, so last week my P to C was Philly Brooks, and we all saw what he did. Um, this week, I think it's going to switch back over to Malik Knowles. Uh, he's going to be delivering some huge yardage gains on some, uh, screen passes, maybe, uh, um, Malik Knowles is my PC. I love it. All right. We're going to go Joel and then we are going to go, uh, Ace. Joel, what do you got for me? Yeah, my P to C is Chris Tennant. This is the week that he gets it freaking done. It might be. And and I'm also going to say this because I feel like I've been hard on the kid. You can tell the talents there. I think he just needs to get right. You know, I, whether it's, you know, you know, what, what was it? Major league that, that young rookie catcher reading the articles in playboy, I think it was, or uh, the sports illustrated swimsuit uh, issue. I can't remember what the, uh, what the little bit was from Major League Two, but someone needs to, you know, get in his head and just make it so, you know, he, he's not even – he's overthinking it right now. So I, I think he just needs to kind of let loose, let his brain go, and he has the leg talent. He has the leg talent. He just has to stay right in between the ears. All right, we'll go to Ace next. Ace, and then we'll go Zach. All right, my pick to click is going to be Deuce Green. I, I think the dueling deuces are going to have another excellent showing, but Daniel Green being the middle field guy is going to have an insane game. All right, we will go to Zach next. Zach, what do you got for me? Then after Zach, we'll go Hayes. My bad, sorry. Um, so... My thing was already taken, Chris Tennant. Um, I don't know. Let's just go with – give me Malik Knowles. Sure. Yeah, there you go. It sounds like, uh, Zach, there, there's some dinging going on in the background. I think he might be doing a cam show uh, for all of his fans, it sounds like. No, I'm just kidding with you. I'm giving you crap. Uh, we'll go to Hayes next. Um, I've been trying to think of someone that's been pretty quiet this year. And um, I think I'll go with Eli Huggins. Not that – I mean, he's been great, but I feel like he hasn't been filling up the stat sheet. So let's look for him to have a big game. Yeah, I, I think he, he, he had a pretty good stat showing that first game, uh, but th- you're correct on uh, the Mizzou game. I, I, what, what do you predict there? Are you predicting uh, two sacks, three tackles for loss? Let's throw a prediction on that. 
Well, you kind of read my mind. I was going to say three tackles for loss. I don't want to, I don't want to hem him into anything with the sacks, but maybe three tackles for loss and a forced fumble on one of them. I like that. I like that. Let's go, Catsman, and then uh, the Linksman. I'll go someone a little bit, a little bit different. Uh, Sammy Wheeler, uh, with a. If we're going to open up the passing game a little bit. I think that maybe maybe we hit him a couple times down the middle and he gets some good yards. I don't know if it's going to happen on Saturday, but Sammy Wheeler out of that diamond formation, just a little wheel route for a touchdown, it's going to happen at some point uh, this season. So I like that. Uh, uh, Linksman that will go Coley Dub. I'm going to go Khalid Duke. I think he's going to fool him a couple times on like looking like he's coming in to get the, um, play the rush from the same linebacker spot and drop back into coverage and have a couple pass breakups. Ooh, a couple PBUs for Khalid Duke. I like it. Uh, Coley Dub, and I, I think that's everyone's pick to click. Uh, the, the arrangement of the uh, names and avatars on my screen changed halfway through this. So if I missed you, say something in the chat. Otherwise, we'll go Coley Dub, and then we'll move into game predictions. Um, I'm going to go with Echo Boydell. I know no one throws to him, but I just want to see him get like a pick six for a touchdown. Because I just feel like, you know, no one throws to him, so you never see like his name pop out in the stat sheets. But I just I just want to see his name thrown out there as like uh, just the top – I mean, he is a top dude, but – you just want to see the stats to go with it. Um, one thing I do want to mention on real quick, if you don't mind, Scott. Yep, go for it, um, my friend. When it comes to the Chris Tennant thing, you know, earlier you said he overthinks and a couple people have picked him as pick to click. This is something like my dad told me way back in, like, when I was playing basketball back in like middle school and high school. Whenever you have a guy going up to shoot free throws that like could change the game, like into the game situation – Whoever's shooting free throws, you just go tell that guy something stupid and completely nonsensical. Like, why the fuck would you tell me this right now? Someone needs to just go whisper in his ear just something funny or just something stupid right before he kicks, just so he's not thinking about it. Like, just something random where it just takes his mind off of the actual kick. Yeah, so so it sounds like we need, like, Platner before he goes and snaps the ball to give uh... – you know, the Billy football animal fact from part of my take that week or something yes. like that. I, <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. We are going to go with the game prediction. Give me a score. And it looks like we're going to have time to go, go oddly specific after this. So uh, save that for the next round of questions. So score prediction. We're going, uh, we'll, we'll just start out in Pennsylvania again with Callie Katz. Uh, Callie Mike, what do you got for me? All right, so um, the biggest concern here with Tulane is how many points they've scored in their previous two games against nobodies, but our defense has been so legit, um, not allowing a touchdown yet, and I stand by that. Um, We are going to win this game 40-7. to So is that a touchdown or uh, field, two field goals and a weird one-point thing? How are they well, gonna we're going we're gonna to give up our first touchdown is my prediction, but it's only going to be one. All right, that works for me. Let's go to Nick the Coffee Fiend, and then we'll go to Ace. 
I got 35, 10, you're fighting cats. That's always one of my favorite uh, scores. We will now go to Ace. Ace, what do you got for me? 42-9, good guys. All right, I, I like it. We'll go to Zach, then Colorado Cold. Zach, also tell us what the uh, the dings are. I, I'm now super interested. I I have no idea. Can you still hear him? Yeah. I I don't I don't know. You're Anyways, lying to us. <laughs> it sounds I like Wheel of know. Fortune. Okay, it's Wheel of Fortune. I don't know. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm now going to wonder what that is for the rest of my life. Uh what what score do you have? Um I can't even think of a score right now. 383. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. It is. <laughs> All right. Uh we'll go to Colorado Cole next. Colorado Cole. All right. Uh, I'm going to go 45-17. Cats, baby. Let's go. All right, we'll go Joel, and then we'll go uh, Cats, man. I'm going to go 50-21 for the lads. Oh, the, the first 50-burger. Uh, we'll go to Colorado Cole. We're going to come back to him. Are you nervous about uh, your 50-burger prediction yet? Uh, no, once we get the offense going, I think uh, we got a couple bit, we got a couple more on the table. So I think my over two and a half is still uh, still in play. Definitely, if we could knock one out this week, I'd feel a lot better about it, though. All right, uh, Cole, Coley Dub, have we gotten you? No, sir. What's your score? I think on uh, our good buddies at. Ema is Ema online? Is that the new on three? Uh, uh, well, Ema or... online is Mason both. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's yeah. the other one? There's another K State online. K State online. That's it, right? The oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah, well, K State online. I think I predicted forty-five to seventeen, but uh, Cole in Colorado, I believe, just got me hyped thinking fifty-two seventeen. So I'm gonna go fifty-two seventeen. There you go. We we eventually have to go over fifty to get over that two and a half. All right, we'll go Catsman, Linksman, Hayes, and then Aaron. I'll go uh, forty-one to thirteen. I like it, uh, Linksman. Uh, 38-17. I'm thinking a very similar game to the Nevada game last year. I, I'll take that. I'll, I, I will take that right now. Uh, Hayes and then Aaron. I'm thinking like 30-13, to 13, get a safety and maybe block a PAT or something. I would love to get a safety. Safeties are super fun. I was doing the safety hands. Uh, when we pinned Mizzou back one of those times, I one of, one of the best plays in football. Uh, we'll end this one with Aaron. Then we're going to get to oddly specific predictions. Yeah, I'm going simple. 49 nothing. I think our defense pitches a shutout. They're going to replay that last sequence of the Missouri game all week to just give us that extra edge to make sure we keep a clean sheet on defense. 49 nothing. I love it. Okay, we are going to start with Ace on oddly specific predictions. And then after people get their uh, oddly uh, specific predictions, I'm going to drop you off stage and then open it up for anyone who wants to rapid fire at the end of this. So we're going to go with Ace. And then also remember, everyone, check out Aggieville Alley Cats. Ace, 
Give me your oddly specific prediction. Legatron downs a punt at the one, the three, and then the seven. One, the three, and the seven. I like it. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Zach for his oddly specific prediction so we can hear those dings before we uh, wait to hear him again next week. Okay, Zach just hopped out. He was not He was not liking uh, the jokes. We'll go to Colorado Cole. Um, I'm going to say four different players score a rushing touchdown. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. Uh, we'll go Aaron next. Aaron. Yeah, my oddly specific prediction is that Pat Forty's son is going to come out from – no, I'm just kidding. I, I was still trying to find his son in the box score from last week. So, sorry, I, I got interrupted there. But, no, oddly specific prediction. I'm going to go back earlier in the season. Jake Rubley to RJ Garcia. I, I really want to see that connection in the second half. And then we get a Sylvester Sloan implies somewhere, somehow, video screenshot of those two celebrating. Rubley to RJ Garcia. I, I want to see I want to see uh, them just let Rubley just rocket arm, you know, uh, the end of I think it was the East Dylan Lions versus the Dylan Panthers in the final season of Friday Night Lights, where, uh, you know, he, he throws that bomb, the Hail Mary at the end of the game to run up the score and just does the flex. I want to see Jake Rubley do that at the end of the game. I like it. Uh, we'll go to Hayes next. Hayes, oddly specific prediction. I think we get a uh, Dan Orlovsky-style safety. Ooh, okay. That is an oddly specific. I absolutely love that. We'll go to the Lynxman next. I think Adrian gets his first passing touchdown and breaks off a long, like, 60-plus yard scramble touchdown like we saw him do so often in Nebraska. There we go. I like it. I like it. Katzman, what sort of oddly specific prediction do you have for me? All right. Such a sort of a combination of a few of the answers so far, but in the third quarter, after Ty Zentner kicks a punt inside the five, uh, Big Uso bulldozes through the center and gets a big safety. Hey, hey, all right. I like that because I, I'm a, I'm a hashtag Big Uso guy. Uh, you, you could also tell how much fun he's having at a Power Five school. Uh, and also kind of how nervous he still is. If you go to, I think, Ema Online's uh, YouTube account, there's a lot of Uso content from the media breakouts today or uh, from yesterday. So go check them out. Again, we're big fans of Ema Online, K-State Online. We got friends running both those sites, Derek Young and Mason both. Uh, so check them out. Uh, we'll go to Coley Dub next. Coley Dub, oddly specific prediction. Julius Brents is going to have a 42-yard interception return for a touchdown. 42 yards. I'm, I'm writing that down. If that's correct, I'm going to send you a prize. Uh, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, what is your oddly specific prediction? Yeah, we will score on offense, defense, and special teams. Offense, defense. Okay. We haven't had a, uh, a defensive score yet, We so I, I'll, I'll sign up. Is the – Special team score a punt or kickoff? Uh, it could be either, but I'd love an opening kickoff touchdown. Okay, I got it ri- written down. We'll go to the coffee fiend, Nick. 
uh, will be in the red zone, and Sammy Wheeler will catch a pass from Adrian Martinez on the same type of run, and then Tim Tebow pass and right on, right on the goal line. All right, all right. I like it, I like it. Uh, Callie Mike, oddly specific prediction for us. Uh, this is like a, like a <clears throat> 180 of Coffee Fiend, but I was going to say that uh, 9 a.m. is going to have a 35-yard reception from Sammy Wheeler as the passer. I I want that. I, I also think it would be kind of funny if Sammy Wheeler threw a uh, touchdown pass before Adrian Martinez. So I like it. I like it. All right, we're going we're gonna to go back to Zach. Zach, give us your oddly specific prediction for the game. Okay, so I think we're fixed now. Um, uh, yes, yep, we are. Alrighty. Um, you know, give me DJ Giddens gets at least 75 yards rushing. Woo, 75 yards for DJ the Blue Jay Giddens. I love it. Okay, so we will uh, take anyone else who wants to. Well, not anyone else. I do not trust Zumbi. Zumbi will not get up on stage i will not allow that but anyone else who hasn't come up on stage will go rapid fire we're going to start with ema elvis and then we might end with chef unless anyone else wants to get up here and rapid fire ema elvis we're going to go through the gambit uh just put a bow on it any final thoughts on the k-state mizzou game oh i just love uh dunking on Drinkwitz. yes that that is what we all love to do thoughts on the new helmet I love it. I've always liked uh, the cartoon Flag Willie. Um, used to be on the, in the center of the field during the 80s, and uh, I, I'm ready for it. Okay, uh, so give me your uh, key to V for this game. I think uh, we're going to have to uh, score 50 because – no, I'm kidding. Uh, but we are going to score 50, so I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Um I, the the keys will be the high powered offense that Tulane is talking about that they have. I think RD is just going to show them early that they got nothing when they're playing our competition. So playing our kind of competition. Yep, I, I loved it for the first time ever. I had to ban Zumbie. I was not going to have that shit in my chat. Um, all right, uh, what is your who is your pick to click? My what? Pick to click. What player do you think is going to have a big game? Uh, Martinez is going to show out this week and and uh, hush everybody up. Yep, I, I I want it. I want it bad. And if not, then maybe he'll do it versus Oklahoma because I know he has it in him. Um, give me your score prediction. It sounds like you're going to have us in the fifties. Yeah, it's going to be fifty-four to nine. No TDs. All right. No TDs. I, I like it. And then, uh, Colorado Cole and, and the over 50 boys are going to like hearing a 50 burger up there. And then any oddly specific prediction for the game? Yeah, I, I was hearing uh, that Zentner would put three or four inside the 10. I don't think we're going to have to punt that much. Uh, but I, I read that it's probably going to be windy and he gets one for 70 plus. Oh, I I will go absolutely batshit crazy for a 70-yard punt. I love it. I love it, Ema Elvis. Thank you for coming up here and doing rapid fire. Let's go Bob Trollsby next, uh, one of the main guys at Cocaine Willie. Anyone who is listening live to the show, 
Be sure to check it out tonight. Anyone who's listening to this on the RSS feed, find it on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Bob Trollsby, put a bow on the uh, Missouri game for me. Four interceptions. It doesn't get better than that. I just want to see <clears throat> want to see a little bit better offense when we get down in uh, in the, on that side of the field after after getting those those picks. But um, yeah, that's my bow on Mizzou. Fall weddings are are not great for football fans, but it was a beautiful wedding that I went to. I'll leave it at that. There you go. I'm I'm big time, uh, especially since Iowa State beat Iowa. Uh, that could be a top 25 matchup, K-State-Iowa State, and I'm gutted that I have a fall wedding. But I'll worry about that when it comes. Uh, give me a reaction to the helmet. I love it. I love it. I think it's the perfect combination of, of old school. I think that the old, like the alternate uniform haters will be able to kind of give up their their whole thing of like, oh, we, we never played well in that jersey, so why are we going back to it type of thing like we did with the script cat. So it's been nice to see a little bit different discourse on it this time around. Um, but, yeah, I absolutely love it. All right. Give me your uh, key to V for this weekend. My key to V is Chris Tennant being locked in, locked in in his head, locked in in his leg. All right. And then do you have him as your pick to click as well? My pick to click is going to be Nate Matlack. All right. Uh, do, do you have a stat prediction that you want to throw out there for Nate? Oh, man. Let's say a pick six, one pick six. Whoa, a Nate Matlack pick six. I love it. Uh, uh, score prediction. Score prediction is 37-21. The cats cover, but barely. Ooh, yeah, that's a little bit of squeaky bum if you got cats uh, covering. Then oddly specific prediction for that 37-21. My oddly specific prediction is that the students will be chanting Chris Tennant's name by the end of the game. Interesting. Okay, I'm writing that down. All right, and then we're going to end with the good chef Andre Napier, unless anyone wants to hop up and go rapid fire after him. Chef, first off, it was a pleasure to watch the fourth quarter with you. I loved uh, getting to hang out with you. Your wife, super hot, good for you. Uh, put a bow on that Missouri game. Well, I appreciate that, Scott. I mean, kinder words can't be said. I Honestly, that was one of the top five memories I'm going to have for K-State ever, just meeting everybody, beautiful people. You guys are awesome. I got to squeeze you. It was awesome. Um, the Mizzou game, torrential downpour didn't fucking matter. I loved it. The game was, I mean, it wasn't even close. I wasn't nervous at all. So it was, it's just one of those games where we controlled it, put that foot in that ass and we kept it pushing. I loved it. All right. Uh, thoughts on the helmet. I, I, I saw you, uh, talking about it a little bit earlier, but, uh, get it out there. You know, I, I think it's cute. It's a good helmet. It's it's a nice logo. It It's very interesting. I don't think it screams, like, intimidation. It doesn't scream. I mean, it's very creative. I love Pennant Willie. I call him Pennant Willie. You call him Flag Willie. Um, Pennant and, and, is a little safer if my uh, phonic, hooked on phonics, if my enunciation isn't good. <laughs> it's, it, you're pushing the boundary if you're if you're not enunciating right. Um, but I'm gonna I I like I like that side. The numbers they're a little chunky. I like them a little thinner, little little pencil thinner. Um, but 
if we weren't going numbers, I would have liked to see a K on that side. Just a nice K would have been cool. I think would have been a nice little accent. Um, and you wouldn't have to worry about flipping that one because it would just flow right with it. Um, but yeah, the helmets are good. There's no stripes, which is, is, is cool too. Just a solid helmet. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to go with the uh, sing, single stripe, uh, but but I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, let's go to uh, Key to V. Key to V. I put it out on Twitter. I think you talked about it in the preview episode. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we've got to – and when I said efficiency in the red zone, I mean that. It's We got a little cute in the third quarter um, versus Missouri. We do – we did stuff. We weren't particularly – aware of the elements that are going outside, uh, going on outside. So I think we should have just ran the ball. We've got the best player in the Big 12, handle the ball a couple times, get it. Then you could be creative on third and short, and you can get Adrian on the edge. I think we, we need to stop playing with our food. Like Tulane, Missouri, uh, who we played the first game, South Dakota, they're not our level of competition. We need to bury these teams, and we need to just keep it simple because we're the better O-lines, we're the better D-lines. We need to keep it simple and be efficient in the red zone and not rely on Chris Tennant because if we're kicking, he, he's just – it's so weird. He, he has the bullet line drive shot that I think he tries to aim, and then he has the beautiful high arcing shot, which he's very accurate with. I don't know what, what he's doing. It's, we don't have a special teams coach. Will Burnham needs to get in that ass and tell him, stop with those line drivers, man. Just kick the damn ball. I love it. Uh, pick to click. Pick to click. I'm going offense. I'm going Katie Leviston. No stats needed. He, if you just watch him drive off the ball, He's good when he's not trying to catch a defender in a pass protection. If he's actually being aggressive, he buries kids. Yeah, I I, I want to see him looking better when he's the guy getting up on the uh, second uh, second level. Yeah, so that's true I, too. I, I watch a lot of KT Lev. I, I'm hoping for a little bit of a bounce back game. I was a little down on him last game. I think a uh, lot of our O linemen did that. I mean, once they got because uh, Missouri slanted a lot and they lot it they like to. Their D tackles like to press out and their D ends wrapped in and our tackles, Duff. Duff did it. Hadley Panzer did it a couple times. They whiffed on the guy that was standing in front of them, and then they were like, where the hell do I go from here? Yeah, yep. Yeah. need a clean game. Uh, let's go to score prediction. I'm going 42-12. No touchdowns. Any oddly specific predictions you want to throw out there? KT Levinson is going to take a breather. Andrew Langang is going to go in at guard. Cooper Beebe is going to go out at tackle. He's going to line up as an eligible receiver, and he catches a touchdown. Oh, I, I, I know Papa Beebe will be going wild if that happens. I absolutely love it. Well, that's all we have for the live show. If you're listening live, uh, you know, everyone who is currently here listening to this, Check out Cocaine Willie right here on Spotify Live starting in about 12 minutes. Uh, keep a lookout. We'll have uh, – this is if you're listening to this in your RSS feed on Friday. Be sure to check out the Thursday Whip Around and all the shows that we've had this week. That's all we got. 
So for Chauncey Bosco, the wonder pup who is playing with some squeaky toys, for my friends at the Aggieville Alley Cats, Shake and Blake, Cocaine Willie, College and Kimball, and Three Maw, and the game going every day on 1350 and on podcasts everywhere. Support your K-State podcast because guess what? They're not talking about us on Kansas City Radio, and they're not talking about us yet on these national shows. They're going to get there, I promise, but support your local podcast. So for all of these fine people and my wonderful dog, we love you guys. Go Cats. And Chef, since you're here, you might as well say it. Maybe I'm that cat in. Hail to the... Hail to the purple. Hail to the white. Wildcat in spirit. Wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater. From sea to sea. Onward forever. Hail victory. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Fight, UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors. We will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. You can save wildcats for all a modern fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go state. Podcast Network.